Well, it's time to dive into the Iowa State Cyclones. Who better than Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic, joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. It is always great to have Chris on the show. And before we get it going with Chris, guys, please take a moment out, leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast. It helps us tremendously. And we've got free Heartland College Sports koozies for you guys. If you leave us that rating and a review and send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. So, Chris, we are one month into the strangest college football season of our lifetimes and possibly ever. Iowa State has lost to Louisiana. They got the win against TCU this past weekend. Oklahoma's on deck. What do you make of the Cyclones and and what you expected versus where they are two games in? Well, I didn't expect them to lose to Louisiana in the first game, but as far as like what the team looks like at this point, what we all saw on Saturday at TCU. I mean, that that's really the team I was expecting. And uh, you, you kind of mentioned to Pete in the intro there about the wildest season ever. I mean, I, I, I do think that there's a lot of that stuff going on and it's just, it's so hard. I mean, I know partly and you guys pick games and stuff and it's like, it's really difficult to, do that this year where you just don't know how these guys are practicing and like who's out with contact tracing and all that. I, you know, I I think Iowa state got hit with a bunch of that really early in camp. It probably bled into preparation for that game, but you know, Matt Campbell's not an excuse maker. He's not going to say that. Um, Really. um, No, like Iowa state always takes a couple of weeks. It seems like to kind of hit its stride. And maybe losing that game helped a little bit in that sense. I don't know. You know, you're just trying to think of some some ways. But they, they played real – I mean, they didn't – here's the thing I liked about the TCU game. Like, on a scale 1 to 10, I wrote – I think that was like a 5 or a 6 of what they could play. And they still won, you know, against Gary Patterson on the road. So, to me, that's more encouraging than if I watched them play on Saturday and was like, oh, they maxed out. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere to go but up. You know, they didn't execute in a lot of areas, and they still were able to, um, on a day that I don't think they played great offense, they had some big plays, but I don't think their offense was perfect yet. And they scored 37 points. And I love their defense. Uh, I think they I think they have the best defensive line in the Big 12. And they're a little youthful on the back end, but, um, you know, I'd rather be that than – not had the dudes up front and they, they certainly have the dudes up front to, you know, wreak havoc in any, any situation going forward. So I, I actually, to be honest, really like where they're at. The, that Louisiana game will be one that hangs over them all season long, but um, you know, being what it is, I don't think I, I don't think anybody really thought they were going to be a playoff contender. Right. So mm-hmm. you take that out of the equation and, to me, like the goal for this team should have been to play in the Big 12 championship game to somehow like sneak into there, right? And you know they're one and zero, and a lot of other teams can't say that, especially Oklahoma after this week, their next opponent. So no harm, no foul. I, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about the team going forward, to be honest. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic, is joining us here. So. You know, Chris, on that note, I get that Iowa State fans were really upset with that Louisiana game and the slow starts of this team in years past. But I'm also looking at this tidbit. I believe I read it on your site over the weekend. 
And that is that uh, this Iowa State Cyclones team is 9-5 and five in their past 14, not Big 12 games, Big 12 road games. The fact that we're even talking about Iowa State going 9-5 and five over a 14-conference game stretch on the road was unfathomable even like five years ago. So does that need to be put into perspective yeah. in terms of where this program is? I think so. And, you know, one thing, I, and again, I, I totally understand fans being a little bit um, – distraught about the September struggles under Matt Campbell. But um, it wasn't very long ago. You know, I've covered, this is my 16th year covering the program. So I was there with McCarney, um, Chiswick, Rhodes, and now Campbell. And the big hit on McCarney and Rhodes, and even Chiswick, really, I guess, because he did this as well, was that, oh, you beat Iowa every year. Like, you can win those easy September games, but when the Big 12 starts, you can't compete. And, mm-hmm. like, now, it's, you know, sure, Campbell hasn't beaten Iowa, and, they, and they've struggled in September. But then, you know, you're, you're expecting them to be in the top half of the league. I remember when the Big 12 went to 10 teams, like, I was like, well, this is suicide for Iowa State to play in this league and play everybody. Because, you know, back in the McCartney days, the only time Iowa State would go to a decent bowl game and it was when they missed out on Texas and Oklahoma those years, right? So, like, to me, it takes them a while to ramp up for some reason, but once they do, like, I, I watched all the games, Pete, and I'm sure you did too. There's not a team that Iowa State can't beat in the league. With that, there's probably, other than Kansas, not a team that they can't lose to. But that's a hell of a lot different than the program I was covering 10 years ago where – you know, they beat 4-0 because they beat Iowa, and, you know, they're 4-0 out of the non-com, but then Texas is coming to town and you lose by 30. Like, that just isn't the way this is built now. Um, is it a finished, perfect product? Absolutely not. But I do think it makes for a more enjoyable football season, knowing every Saturday it doesn't matter if you're at Oklahoma. Sands last year, right, with the going for two and not getting it at the end. Um they weren't supposed to be in that game. They're, they're in every game. They have a chance to beat everybody. That is a big step forward for Iowa State football. And, I, again, there's it's not a finished product, but it's a hell of a lot more entertaining than what I've watched for the last, I don't know, the majority of the last 16 years. And before we keep it rolling with uh, Chris Williams, we are brought to you by MyBookie.com. And use the promo code BIG12. That's big one two for a 100% deposit bonus. Guys, we've got a full slate of Big 12 games this weekend. Our picks are 8-2 and two against the spread so far this season. They'll be up on the website, heartlandcollegesports.com, this week. So if you want to get into the sports betting game, or maybe a friend does, this helps us out tremendously. They're a very important partner for us as a website. So if you would use mybookie.com and that promo code BIG12, BIG12, You'll get your free money right out of the gates. There's no unlocking it or anything like that. You just get the money right into your account. MyBookie.com, promo code BIG12, BIG12. They've also got plenty of options when it comes to the NFL as well. So so you have a good Saturday. You roll it into Sunday. You know, you, you take your chances and rock on, man. And MyBookie.com, promo code BIG12, BIG12. 
is your place to go. Thanks so much, guys. Chris Williams is our guest here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, Chris, so you're getting ready for this big game uh, this weekend against the Oklahoma Sooners. They're coming off a loss, of course, to K-State. So you might have liked this game a little bit better without the OU loss coming in, but still, what do the Cyclones need to do to keep this momentum going from the TCU win and a pull off a win against the Sooners, who they beat or played very closely here the last couple of seasons? Yeah, so... I, I was in the same boat. I thought when Oklahoma lost, I was like, well, crap, that's not good for Iowa State. What are the chances Oklahoma loses two in a row? But it was actually um, one of my Twitter followers reminded me that last year they had lost to Kansas State the game before playing Iowa State. And, you know, Iowa State was a two-point conversion away from winning in Norman. So I don't, I don't know if that matters. Um, as far as how this thing breaks down, listen, I, I, I made this note and tweeted it in the first quarter of that game. On Saturday, the Oklahoma-Kansas State game that I think Iowa State's defensive line is really going to give Rattler a ton of problems. Um, I, it, you know, the now the back end of Iowa State secondary, if Rattler has time and is is doing okay with his progressions, you know, he could probably do some damage against that group, as we saw Max Duggan do in the second half against Iowa State on Saturday, but. This is for for some reason um, John Haycock schemes really well against them, and um, they've done that every year. Even if they haven't won, I mean, you go back to though Kyle Kempton uh, being a thirty-one point underdog and knocking off Baker Mayfield, like all the way back to that. Like Iowa State plays this team well, even um, even when they don't win. So eight and a half point favorite. I mean. I'd probably take the points in Iowa State. I think Iowa State is trending upward in a, at a fast pace. I don't think we've even seen. You know, they their first two games, they've been down two starting guards on the offensive line. Didn't have Kohler for one and didn't have their best receiver in Tariq Milton on Saturday. So we're really just starting to see the offense kind of, you know, what it could be. And I, I think defensively, like, I, I'm super – I'm buying in on Iowa State's defensive line, man. I think it's the best defensive line I've seen in 15, 16 years. They went eight deep. You know, they're going eight deep with a three-man front, which is really impressive. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know if Iowa State will beat Oklahoma, but I, I, I tell you what, I really wouldn't be surprised if they do. Purdy's got to be better. Uh, he's getting um, – he was really bad in that first game. Uh, he took a big step forward. You know, he had the one really atrocious play that everybody saw the replay of. But other than that, he was 18 for 23. You know, he kind of looked like the old Brock Purdy again. Had him running a little bit more. I think that you take a step forward against the uh, Oklahoma defense that's not as good as what TCU ran out there. I I I think this is a decent matchup for Iowa State. I really do. I'm you, you try and. I'm, I need to watch Oklahoma a little bit more, but um, young quarterback aims that defensive line. That's the I wouldn't feel that comfortable if I'm an Oklahoma fan right now going into Ames and going up against that unit. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. As the Big Twelve as a whole, when you look at it, then Chris, I mean, wh- what are you seeing around this conference? We saw you lost. Uh, we saw Texas almost lose to Texas Tech. Is there a college football playoff team in this conference right now, or is this just going to be one of those years when on any Saturday, Team 9 can beat Team 1? Yeah, I think that you might be onto something, um, but I, I have to break just a minute. Uh, I'm 
actually have a segment I'm going to do on my show today about this too. You know, I, I don't think Oklahoma is. I didn't. I didn't vote this year in the poll. I just. <laughs> it was with all the crazy COVID stuff. I didn't get it in. It was kind of embarrassing. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't have put Oklahoma number one. Um, and it's not. It's nothing to do with Lincoln Riley. I'm a big Lincoln Riley fan. I just thought, you know, you don't have all those non-conference games to work in these young quarterbacks and progressions. You know, to study the tape and all that stuff. And I, I think we really are seeing that with him. Uh, I, I would have put Texas number one in the league. The fact that they survived, I first, you know, my gut tells me after Saturday that Texas is probably underrated or overrated based off of how that played out. But I, you know, my, my thoughts on them at the beginning of the year were, you know, clearly talent, um, Herman back against the wall, veteran quarterback. I really like Chris Ash. He's an Iowa state guy. I've gotten to know him really well over the years defensive coordinator I thought they'd be better there they certainly weren't on Saturday so my gut after seeing them tells me that they're going to be overrated Texas again but I mean doesn't it feel though Pete like the fact that they won that game they kind of have like a little bit of destiny on their side like so maybe I wouldn't count them out but I mean don't forget about Oklahoma State either like they looked bad that first game but there were reasons for it um I I think we all can agree talent-wise on offense that they're right there with anybody in the conference. Mm-hmm. They're going to get better. We're, we're seeing in, the, in this in COVID era of college football, these good offenses are taking a little bit to ramp up. And we have, we've, we have not seen the best that Oklahoma State has to offer. Much like Iowa State, that offense is the same way. And Oklahoma, too. Like They're going to keep getting better. But I'm going to go with these teams that have veteran quarterbacks and some stability and so i i i think that texas is the best bet if there's going to be one then i would go oklahoma state but i i don't think i don't know i think oklahoma will lose again i think it might be on saturday to be yeah. honest with you i yeah i i th- i do i don't i don't think they're gonna we've we've become so accustomed to them losing early and then winning out and making the playoff i just i don't know i i'm not writing them off i i'd be foolish to do so but i just they don't look much better defensively. Now they have this young kid that they're trying to break in. He's super talented, but he doesn't have three non-conference games against, you know, whoever to work through it. You've got Chris Kleiman, and now you've got to go up against what I think might be the best defense in the conference on the road in game number two. Like, to me, and they still have to play Texas and Oklahoma or Oklahoma State after that. I don't think he's – I don't think they're the one. I, I think – if I were to like power rate chances for playoff team, I would probably go Texas and Oklahoma. And then that's probably, or Oklahoma state after that. And then probably no, nobody else. Mm-hmm. I do think one thing, Pete, I think TCU is better than anybody thought after seeing them up close. Um, their defense is really good. They're talented. If Duggan's their quarterback, I think that they're a much better team than what most people thought. They were picked six going into the year. I bet they finish higher. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. Uh, Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic, on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Well, Chris, you guys have that uh, primetime ABC matchup this weekend. Great to have you on this week. Really appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Anytime.
He's Chris Williams of Cyclone Fanatic. I'm Pete Mundo of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. And once again, guys, leave us the rating, review, subscribe. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. And don't forget, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Use the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 for a 100% deposit bonus right out of the gates. It helps us out tremendously. They're a very important partner for us. We've got a full slate of games this weekend. So we need you guys, if you're going to get into the sports betting game, mybookie.com, promo code BIG12. Appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.